Let the beast about the cage That light about the dark Can you build the inferno From an itty bitty spark Coffee shop hustlers Rise with the cream A million of the writers Same Hollywood dream Your pen and paper All like bullets in the gun Write what you feel Say what you want In the red room We say what we say We do what we feel We gotta keep it real In the red room All about the crap So look, if you guys are grown, let's go ahead and get in. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest, and you guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room. We keep it real, we keep it opinionated, we keep it what, everybody? 2016. 2016. Damn, we got a chorus in here and shit. You hear that? <laughs> okay, like the little boys choir of Harlem uh, or some okay. shit. <laughs> <laughs> On this show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture, but our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft, and shit like that. So you hear her. Mm-hmm. Little Miss Squeaky. Yes. <laughs> Little Miss what? I don't know. What the <laughs> you know, who, she'd be coming out of is? my head. Who that is? <laughs> I ain't got no damn brain mm-hmm. cells. Mm-hmm. Tis I. Tis the I. Predator's cousin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here come on. <laughs> Medusa's twin. Sister. Okay, Medusa's twin. Okay. Yes. Lisa Bolakai. Hey, what's up? Ooh, 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 ooh. What's up? What's up? What's up, girl? Ooh, one more week of work and I got winter break. And, and you know you what that off. means? You know what it means? Party time. Human burrito. Human burrito. <laughs> Watching my movies, reading my books. I got a list of stuff to catch up on. I got shows I got to catch up on. Mm. I got I got to do another draft of my script. My my horror slasher hiking black chicks out in the woods. Okay. So, you know, I got stuff to do. Right. I got I'm, more pages. Yeah. To you, uh, uh, please. Yes. I'm sitting here like, where's my pages? <laughs> send me more pages. Yeah, I'm trying to get to fade out before I send it to you. That's the okay. Point, so. Anyway, that's Lisa Bolakaji, mm-hmm. y'all. And sitting in to uh, cannot I cannot I know. What's wrong with you? Sitting in today with us. Lauren Warren. Do you need a cookie? Huh? You need a cookie? Give him some sugar. I do. Some I sugar. Need he needs something. some milk. Can <laughs> 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 you set that down? Because it's been sticking up and I'm oh, taking and pictures. Oh, and blocking your view? Yeah. I can't see her. She's... I see that. <laughs> I can still see you. I don't just so you, you know. Don't know. Yeah. Don't get cute. Don't Shut get cute, up. Hickama. <laughs> we got Lauren Warren, you guys from Nerds of Prey, black black girl nerds and all that. You know who that is over there, don't you? See? Everybody knows. Oh, wow. I told you you were somebody. <laughs> If you don't know, now you, you know. know. <laughs> yes. Hello. Lauren Warren in the house all the way from Toronto. That's right. Writer, soon to be producer, all of that stuff. Director, you about to direct. Yes. Mm-hmm. You need to be checking out this one over here. That, mm-hmm. Yeah. She I got know. some skills. Yeah. Trust me. I was like, I looked you up, girl. Mm, I didn't okay. get your name right, bitch. <laughs> I looked you up. <laughs> Baby but step. I looked the Baby bitch step. up, okay? <laughs> I was like, okay. She's trying to put the camera in a cool spot. I see. She's trying to write some dope rhymes over there. We might have to have you give us those bars you was doing on your audition thing you did for Project Greenlight or one of them things you did. Sundance, one of, it was all yes. the chance. I ain't got nothing. I ain't got nothing. I ain't got nothing today. 
I heard not them today. Mom. She's like, I got to memorize down and everything. That's what's up. Welcome to the show, Lauren. We appreciate having Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you for coming me. in. So today, if you guys are grown, let's go ahead and get it in. So we got my girl over here. Who is named, has the same name as my cousin down in Mississippi, <laughs> which I love. Shaquita! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I saw what you did there. <laughs> you don't know who you're dealing with, do you? I love it. <laughs> Don't let Hickory off the hook. I know. <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> Hickory. Shaquita L. Smith. Yes. Writer. Mm-hmm. Director. Yes. Producer. Yes. What, what else? Uh, comic, comic book. book. Author. What do yes. you call it? Uh, creator. creator. Yeah. I like that word. She's a content creator. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah. Black women exactly. doing things. Doing shit. And I'm excited because it's a comic book. Yes. Besides all the writing stuff, but mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, you're a black woman. You, and you're it's a black lead. And it's a black female. lead. And it's action. Ooh, this entry. Be good. It's Hello. got like she kicking, but stuff is going on, mm-hmm. and, and it was based on a script you wrote, right? Yeah. Because I'm sitting there thinking, I can see it as a movie, and I'm like, can I be the person in the background that goes, the bad guy went that way? <laughs> Everybody who does a movie, that's all I want. <laughs> they went that way. <laughs> that's all I want. That's all I want. So I get my SAG credentials. <laughs> I don't know what the SAG rules are. Like, is it how many lines you get or whatever? No, you what? just have to have a speaking role. Okay. Really? And, yeah. Or be a principal. Be a principal. Right. Yeah. Mm. There they a go. A principal it doesn't like, always have so a So I can line. get it with three mm. words? Yeah. I can get it with three words. There they go. Maybe yes. five. <sighs> yes. Well, it's just awesome. called an under five or it's, or it's a co-star. Okay. Very good. So, yeah. so let's get into it. <clears throat> so what's up, girl? Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So where you coming in from? Where you at? I need you a little closer to the oh, mic. Okay. Where am I at? Like here in Where you LA? from? Where you live? Girl. I'm from North Carolina, but I live in Sherman Oaks. Oh, yeah. Valley girl. Valley. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she didn't kind of come in here like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> and can I just say, and I love the look because you're giving me like, 80s flashbacks to how I dressed. Okay. Like with the boy George. You know that was me. The ear- for a second you know there, the earrings, me. I'm like, if she got keys on her earrings, she is she is rocking the Janet Jackson. <laughs> and then the polka dot, it's like, it just, uh-huh. it just bring me back to my 80s yeah, girlhood. Yeah, she's giving Depeche Mode, The Cure. No, look, when I used to dance right on American right Bandstand, yes. like, that was my ensemble. Yes. And I'm like, I am reliving everything. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, it just warms my heart. Yeah. <laughs> an 80s baby, so oh, yeah. I'm trying to take it back mm-hmm. a little bit. <laughs> So do us, just give us a little rundown of where you're from and how you got into the game. Okay, so I'm from... That's Ch- enough. So, <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. You got to be on your P's and Q's, girl. No behavior this one. None. <laughs> I'm, I'm from Salisbury, North Carolina. It's a small town in North Carolina outside of Charlotte. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I was born and raised there. I moved out here two years after college in okay. uh, 2004, so kind of old. <laughs> yeah. and, um, I came out here to write screenplays, so I started writing in college. I mm-hmm. worked for De- I was promoted promoted for Def Jam in college, and um, my what you was doing teacher, at Def Jam? My I was promoting. Oh, promoting Jay-Z at Def Jam. And Got it. DMX. I was in the college. Wow, rap one of that. Wow, look at you. So was it really whoa, what I did. <laughs> Yeah, that. I'm not gonna bark. You know you want to bark. I almost did. But she I'm knows she want to bark. I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna save something for later. But um, but yeah. So I was doing that in college, and then um, they asked me when I got to my senior year, you ready to come to New York? Hmm. And so um, my freshman year, I wrote a play that my English professor thought was really good, mm-hmm. and she wrote on there, you should really consider screenwriting. Hmm. And I was like, what the hell is screenwriting? 
And so it took me four years to get to my senior year to realize what that was. <laughs> and so my roommate from freshman year, she was like, I want to apply to the Disney Fellowship. Mm-hmm. And so I was helping her look up information for it. So I was like, well, I should try to see if I can write a, a She's like, if she could do it, okay, I can she do, can do it. Okay, she can do it. see what I can do yeah. over here. Yeah. So I wrote a TV spec. And so I didn't get into Disney, of course. But mm-hmm. after that, I was like, I should write a screenplay. So I wrote a screenplay. I submitted to Sundance. And I was a f- finalist mm-hmm. in the Storytellers pro- pro- writing program. And I was like, okay, I should take this seriously. Mm-hmm. And so then I didn't go. First of all, let me just tell you, that's big time. That's big time. Yeah. The first yeah. script I wrote got me in the same thing. I made it all the uh-huh. way to the final yeah. cut. Yeah. 20 oh, wow. motherfuckers yeah. left. So that's big. And yeah. the irony is that you tells you, you what level you're writing on right. that far. Yeah. Because so when they first started out years ago and they started having those, like, I didn't realize what a big thing that was. Because mm-hmm. you just think, oh, it's just this. And then you look and you're like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Because like Sunday name gets on the list. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. So that was what actually gave me the confidence to pursue it and mm-hmm. to move out here. So I kept writing. Raven Choi was probably the second script I ever wrote. Okay. So um, this was written like 13 years ago. So you wrote it as a script before you wrote it? I wrote it as wrote a screenplay, it? yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I was reading all these books on bounty hunting and thought, you know, I should be a bounty hunter. Hmm. <laughs> and my uncle was like, Wait, wait, in your real life? Really? Yeah, in real life. I think about this. Wait, she's like, I can find This wasn't script research. <laughs> this is <laughs> your real life. Okay. Exactly. Like, this is her real this. life. Yes. I can do this. Like, let's do this. I see showrunner already. Okay. <laughs> Hear me out. Nah. Hear me out. I okay. always predict shit. Okay. Watch. Okay. There's something there. Watch. Okay. Go ahead, though. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my uncle was I like... I want my 10%. Uh, okay. you know that. <laughs> hell no. <laughs> my uncle was like, hell no, we're not going to be bounty hunters. So I was like, well, I can make this into a story. Mm-hmm. So I had gone to Korea my senior year of college. As like okay, a she well-traveled. I like that. Trip. Mm-hmm. And that kind of gave me the Korea edge to it. Mm-hmm. So put two and two together and wrote this. And 13 years later, so... Wait, how long were you in Korea for? Like two weeks. Two weeks, okay. So it wasn't that long, but... It was long enough to kind of see the culture and see how things were happening mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And then I was black, so they were kind of looking at me like, oh, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> Little kids looking up at me like they ain't never seen that person before. Even, exactly. even though K-pop culture, yeah. Yeah, let's be real. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it might be a little more different. But it wasn't yeah. that big yeah. back then. This yeah. was like back in 2000. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. It was, it was just starting to get that little. And plus, with social media starting to get big yeah. afterwards, it's like just blew up. Yeah, so. they're all hip hop now. They all blinged oh, out and, yes. and hood. But they call around. They <laughs> got they're usually dance. behind. <laughs> so they're they, got their da- they got their dance moves. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's over there. They're still doing the hammer right now. And I'm sitting over here waiting, like, all right, come on, catch up. Come on. But yeah, so then I moved out here. I've been out here for 13 years now. Okay. It's like it's like Groundhog's Day. The, mm-hmm. the years just go by. Mm-hmm. Like you, yeah. you wake up one day and you're like, 10 years? Yeah. So when you came out here, where were you working? Were you? Um, I came out here, I spent the first six months unemployed, like mm-hmm. most people. Mm-hmm. And then I just started working odd jobs. And then I got on um, Everybody Hates Chris. I was a PA. Like one go. of the first PAs on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, that didn't last very long. <laughs> <laughs> I realized that I'm not really cut for television. Mm-hmm. Um, just like, just how compact it is right. I like i like movies because i like the the whole idea of assembling the avengers together mm-hmm. to right. do some good shit and right then you kind of split up and then go come back when you have something mm-hmm. so um since then i went to corporate america and so i've been working in corporate america ever since okay. so um nokia nike or for coca-cola right now mm-hmm. now what i like about your comic book mm-hmm. number one black woman but not only a black woman mm-hmm. but she's black and korean Mm. And what I, I gotta show you the picture. I show you oh, the comic book because it's so cute. Like, and you can tell a black woman wrote this because only a black woman <laughs> would put this in there. I mean, you gotta tell me if you put that in there and gave the notes for your artist to put it in there or not. But it's when she has she has a shirt that says Seoul Korea because you know S E O U L for yeah. Seoul Korea, and it's like S O U L. And I'm like, that's a black person. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's actually a t-shirt that's on the, uh, my website for sale. What? Oh, really? Yeah. And you know I'm a t-shirt junkie um, you, you too. Know, you know, like, uh, <laughs> say no more, fam. Say no more. <laughs> but what I like, I, and I love that because one of the things that I realize, because you know, one of the things, and I'm hope this becomes a movie, mm-hmm. real is. soon, because going way back, because you know this thing I have with. Asian male characters and mm-hmm. black women characters in movies that we've been here that we have been denied. Yes. Mm-hmm. The romantic love stories. I'm talking about the fans that y'all remember back in the day with Leah and Jet Li mm-hmm. and them. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, Ninja Assassin mm-hmm. with Naomi Harris. Mm-hmm. And of course, your boy that's Rain. over there in Rain. Oh my mm. God. Rain. Oh. Do we need to open a window in this motherfucker? Because he's not as Rain, but in the Korean where I think it's by B. Be, whatever the Korean word is, like vibe, that means rain. But mm-hmm. it, it's called, we call them rain because that's the translation from it. And then, of course, I think of like uh, Flash Forward with mm-hmm. Gabrielle Union and John. So there's been moments mm-hmm. where you've had like these immersions of black and Asian cultures. And here we have a character whose dad is Korean, was Korean, Korean, and mom was black. And so you have this, this kind of merging of cultures that I think makes the story very unique. And it's one of those selling points. Like, if I was to see this, like, okay, she's an action bitch. She's doing this thing. It's like, oh, well, she's, she's Asian mm-hmm. and she's black. And I know on Kindle, I think I saw there's a Korean version of it. Is it written in Korean? Yeah, it's Korean. But she's actually black. She's, she's black. black. She's not Korean? No. Oh, my God. She's only Korean <laughs> because she's adopted. So, in the beginning, her, both her parents are black. Her oh, mom is really? chocolate. But I'm Daddy's trying to, but like she gets adopted into a Korean fam, like yeah. the fam. So okay. she's adopted. That's why she becomes a choice. Right. She's a Johnson. Right. To with. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I oh, count yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's a sister. But I'm yeah. counting her in as part of, because she's being raised in that culture, okay. yeah. which I love. So what gave you the idea to write? I mean, you said you went there for two weeks. Yes. But what was the pivotal? Were you sitting there and you all of a sudden you just saw this kick-ass black woman? And I love the name Korea. Raven Choi. That's Raven Choi, come on! That's is that not a that's action? a superhero? It's a superhero yeah, that's name. A superhero. That's badass. Like, what was the crystalline <laughs> moment? I mean, let's talk about in terms of just the screenplay itself okay. before it became the graphic novel. Okay, so it was just like me going over there, like being a foreigner in a different land. Um, they treated me like family when I was there. When walking around, they're like, "Oh, you're so pretty. You're so cute. Come in. Come try this on." <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm just like, mm-hmm. so when I came back, it was like they say when you go away, you come back with a new set of eyes. Right. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of how me, I, I immersed myself in their culture, kind of saw what they were doing and just learned so much. And so when I came back, I was like, well, how can I put myself into that? So mm-hmm. kind of like, this is kind of me putting myself mm-hmm. into their culture and kind of um, growing up in it and kind of mm-hmm. putting a black woman, like it'll be interesting to see someone from a completely different country right. grow up somewhere else. I mean, they do it over here. People right. come over here and grow up here, but what about if we go over there? Right. What happens? Right. Mm-hmm. And then the whole military thing, like when I was there, honestly, in Korea, what happened was, I went there, it was a free trip, and it was a cult. Really? I didn't know that shit until I got there. <laughs> and so it was me okay, and all these college. It is. It's a whole other story. It's a whole other script. It's a whole other movie. But um, so, yeah, I was there with them for like two weeks. And um, we skipped out on them and just kind of went out on our own, the people that we kind of figured out what was happening. Mm-hmm. And so there was a guy, a guy in the military that was there, stationed there, that kind of helped us get around right no. so the whole military thing and them being based and stationed over there was just like okay this would be an interesting story mm-hmm. so that's kind of where it came from and just my experiences over there and i wanted to incorporate my um my my trip right. into a story okay. so when i came inspired back, by I some reality yeah that's some real yeah, yeah mm-hmm. so when i came back i was a writer when i went i wasn't i wasn't oh, sure about the story wow. anything at okay. that point mm-hmm. so when i came back i knew i wanted to be a writer wow mm. so. yeah because one of the cool things about korea is that they're so like 
their technology, they're so high. They're almost like 10, 15 years ahead of us. And now pop culture, they might be a little behind us. <laughs> but in terms of like technology, like all my friends that have gone there, they're saying like they're almost like 10 to 15 years ahead of us in terms mm-hmm. of their tech. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that with the comic books that you're going to show more of that kind of like yeah. espionage tech. Because like literally I have a friend, a uh, writer, uh, Ted Chang. Hey, Ted, mm-hmm. whose movie, mm-hmm. uh, Arrival. Hey. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about, yeah, they're Should like. Should we go and drop that? Button? I'm not. <laughs> hey, if you can name drop, name drop. Go see Arrival. <laughs> <laughs> That's my mentor. Um, yeah, it's like they're so, that tech is so, high, and I love movies that are action with women with high tech stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and gadgetry and just being cool and kick ass. And I read the first two comics and I'm thinking, okay, I can see that uh, I want to be in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> you and my family, they're my whole family, right there, right? they all trying. Everybody wants to There roll. goes Raven Joy right now. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody wants a role. Everybody wants. Everybody I know wants a role. that's how it happens. And you, you, um, you shot the little like a trailer for it. Yes. Yeah, so we shot a, actually we shot a movie for it. We shot a you fourteen did? minute short film, okay. and that's the trailer that we put online mm-hmm. to kind of get people to come to see the film, um, want to see the film in the book. Mm-hmm. The um, film is in festivals right now, so oh, okay. okay. We're waiting to hear back. back. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So making the script. <laughs> so you write the script. You start singing out. When was the moment you realized I want to make it into a comic book? Um, probably in 2008. Mm-hmm. I just I would go to a couple bookshops and I wouldn't see any of us mm-hmm. or any women really. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, I think this will be a good story to kind of put into that format. And so for years I was thinking about it. And so then when Project Greenlight was happening, I had just kind of had a failed. Indiegogo campaign mm-hmm. that I put up for my um, project, The Gasapo versus Granny. That so shit was... is hilarious. <laughs> you have got to see this. I don't know how you Gestapo did it. Gasapo versus Granny. All those old people, they yeah. killed it. They were hilarious. They were they excited. Ki- and it's edgy, which is what I like. Mm-hmm. They are the, grand pe- the grandparents and the old people are like, well, that fucking blah, 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 blah. I mean, <laughs> you. <laughs> Give me some. Give me some. Awesome. That's so, yeah, it. So, yeah, the really Indiegogo good. failed, though. Mm-hmm. And so it was probably the best thing that could have happened for me. So mm-hmm. it was just like I turned that failure. One of my coworkers was like, well, Project Greenlight's coming. You should submit something to them. Mm-hmm. So I had the two-minute trailer already done. I was like, all right, fuck it. I'll send it to them. Right. So I sent it to them. Didn't think anything about it. Went to Jamaica on vacation <laughs> as like a, a way to, to drown my sorrow. Right, Go right. to Jamaica for a week by myself. And so I get there, and on day two, Project Greenlight writes me and is like, oh, well, you're selected in the top 200. Oh, that's why you did we that. We want you to do a video, bio video of yourself, a funny bio video, and it has to be done by next week. Did they say funny? So, it had to yeah, be funny? funny. So the next what if, week. What if, but wait, what if you ain't funny? But wait till you see, <laughs> but her, you okay. see her video, okay. you know she's okay. funny. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> can write that okay. without being funny. So yeah, funny. so I'm in Jamaica, and I'm just like, okay, I wasn't going to do it. Really? Because I'm like, I'm on vacation. I'm like, this shit, <laughs> I'm I'm like, I, I had a failed Indiegogo. Yeah. Shaquita, like, come on. She went there mad. I'm on, I'm on vacation. I'm trying I'm to get my salty. I'm trying to get your groove. I am, you are interrupting my groove exactly. search. <laughs> I'm over here. They're like, I miss me. Okay. Like, hey. like, I'm trying to get my groove back. Uh-huh. And so day two, I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? And I'm really good when I'm surrounded by water. I'm a Gemini. So mm-hmm. I'm surrounded by water. I was like, okay, I can think of something. So I'm just sitting there and... um. I was like, I'm going to do a rap video. And you so, can watch it online. Yeah, it's, it's good. Totally okay. And it tells you your whole story. Yeah, it's yeah. so cute. So I was like, I'll do a bio. So I had this, I was singing in the middle of Ocho's in this cottages. Ooh, so I had Ocho, my own yes. cottage mm, mm. and um, my own little pool. And I was just like, I, I can do something here because it's so quiet. Mm-hmm. Nobody bothers you or whatever. So my little pool that I had, I did like a little opening in my Wonder Woman 
um, uh, swimsuits. I had all these swimsuits. Wait, she trip. had her Everybody Wonder Woman had swimsuit. Her Wonder Woman swimsuit. And it's funny because she was looking like a weird wave, and all of a sudden she turned to the camera and said, "Like, here it comes, bitch." Some kind no, of shit. I was, no, I was talking. I was talking to the Justice League. You didn't see them. Oh, I, I had these that. little dogs that were like sitting there. These little wooden dogs. Uh, and so I was supposed to show the dogs. So I was like, that would be kind of weird though, because they were just kind of like wooden dogs and sitting on the other side of the pool. But I'm like, okay, I just. I'm talking to the Justice League. I'm Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Shit, my, my crew is over right, there. Right. Telling them what's going on. What's about to go down. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah, so I put together this rap video with footage in Jamaica. So I spent most of the rest of my trip filming it mm-hmm. in different places. Because we stayed in probably like, I stayed in probably four different hotels. I just wanted to mm-hmm. go around the island. So mm-hmm. that gave me a good backdrop with the, the um, rap video. And she did this rap talking about her life and how she went to this college and did this and did this and did this and then she jumped to this and to be like a shot of her you know in college a shot of her this a shot of the water a shot of it was like so <laughs> and but it told the whole story yeah. mm-hmm. and it gave me such an insight on you okay and I think that's the first thing I watched you and I was like I like this bitch right here <laughs> <laughs> there was because he started off like you're like it's gonna be a little corny rap and then you just started giving him some bars and I was like oh this girl can rap mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean mm-hmm. I was like okay yeah, okay. I mean, I, I ain't go. I ain't work for Def Jam for all of them. Yeah, yeah. Somebody, <laughs> somebody. Okay, come on now. Yeah, yeah. But no, that was, that was my in high school though. Mm-hmm. I was, I was uh, a rapper. Okay. Okay. So, well, in my mind, I was a rapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else. But guys used to call me. He's like the most popular guy in school would call me, and he'd be like, "Oh, Hank, I want to hear your voicemail because my my instrument machine it was me rapping okay. over like uh, <laughs> of the Fujis or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was rapping about hey, it's Shaquita. I'm right. at home. <laughs> right. Your message after yeah. the tone. All right. And, <laughs> Yeah. Amona Lisa. Exactly. That's exactly the song I was rapping over. That's exactly the song I was on. So you you send it in to them and then? Then, yeah, I got back and I was like, this shit better work. (laughs) (laughs) Then you had to edit. Then you had to edit all this shit too. And I had to get it done by, like, I stayed up the whole night, like, editing it myself and putting in the pictures and, like, yeah, that took some time and some Mm -hmm. work. So I'm like, this shit better work. And so, yeah, I was made, it was top 20. Mm -hmm. So I was like, all right. So this is this is cool, mm-hmm. and it was announced. So, yeah, and then it got to the time where the top ten were going to be announced, and it was like, okay, okay, what's going to happen here? Because I wasn't sure. I'm like, I'm the only black person in the whole country mm-hmm. that they've picked, and I'm like, it'll make sense <laughs> business wise to have a black person and a woman. There. Right. I'm the only female they selected too. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Uh, you know out of the wait, the top. Nope. I'm the the, <laughs> so out of the twenty, you were the only female, or the out top ten? Top twenty, I was the only female. So and then the only black the other ones were like to- directing group. Okay, so gotcha. Like a girl and a guy, but right. I was the only solo female director wow. and the only black person <laughs> in the country out of five thousand people. Wow. So that was really cool, but it was just like, okay, so are they going to pick me because I'm black or? And I was kind of nervous about because you don't want to have that. Yeah, you don't be the only black person. Like Effie, right? I'm like. I don't know about this. And so, like, maybe a couple of days before they announced it, I was driving in my car. And I'm just there thinking, like, okay, am I going to get into this? What's going to happen? And then something told me. It was just like, you don't need them. And I was just like, wow. what the fuck is that? Because you know, <laughs> That was the Justice League was, <laughs> responding back. She has them all on the dashboard. Okay, right. and, <laughs> and so I'm driving, and I'm just like, what? And so then when it came down, I mean, of course, I'm devastated when it happened. Because I had already started working on Raven Choi right. a little bit. And so... That morning when I found out I didn't make it, I was like in bed, like crying in my mm-hmm. song. We all like, been there. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so my phone dinged with like mm. a, an email and it was my artist. He sent in the first two pages of Raven Choice. So what you see in the first two pages of the book that was standing it. up okay. yeah. over the guy. And right. I'm just like, oh shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh my God, what is this? 
yes. Uh-huh. And so from there, I was just like, okay, let's do some more pages because I was going to do five pages mm-hmm. and try to get Marvel to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. And then after we got to like those two pages, I was just like, oh, fuck Marvel. Like, I'll just do it myself. Yes. myself. Right. We're about to do this. Right. So the next two years, we just worked on it and went back and forth. And yeah, so we have two books now. And the third one's we're working on it now. So I love it. Because this is what I love about it. Because one, when you do the comic book, it gives you the visual. Mm-hmm. For especially like these Hollywood execs who don't want to read anyway, yep. they can get a comic book mm-hmm. and be like, oh, what's this? And you already got the script. Like, oh, you mm-hmm. like the comic book? Here, here's the script. <laughs> Make that happen. Yeah. But talk about the process because I know years ago when I was doing the whole thing and had the artist, talk about the process of being a screenwriter and finding your artist because a lot mm-hmm. of people think that Doing a comic book, it does take a lot of resources. It takes a lot of time, mm-hmm. but it is doable, especially when you're doing it independently. Mm-hmm. Like, how did you find your artist? Like, what? Tell them the steps. Like, okay, what you did? Well, I'm a little bit different because I started a company a couple of years ago called Off My Chest Tees. Mm-hmm. So I was doing graphic tees with this artist. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I was working probably like five or six artists at the time, mm-hmm. and so this was the guy that we kind of like connected, and he kind of got. Which is what's his name? His name is Dennis. Hi, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> this is in Indonesia. She just want to know. Oh, Dennis is in Indonesia. Oh, he's in Indonesia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. What's his last name? Zapatra. What? I bet you he. Gorgeous. <laughs> just in Indonesia drawing stuff. Lisa He's just took a left turn. I was thinking. She took the left turn. I was like, I'm sorry. I went left. left. I was like, Indonesia? Yeah, right. Ooh, yeah. Hey. <laughs> Do you need somebody to go pick up some pages for you? <laughs> Direct flight. No. <laughs> so, so we had been working together on t-shirts for mm-hmm. uh, like a couple years. And so when I came to do this, I was just like, well, you want to work with me on this? And he was like, oh, sure. So like, we worked really well together. So, yeah, we were going back and forth. This is his first book. This okay, so it's the first book. time to come. Okay. Yeah, so it was a lot of back and forth and trial and error. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but we worked really well together. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, just hired him. I found him on DeviantArt, which more most That's the spot are. that you, is. yes, so, DeviantArt. Um, mm-hmm. I've been working with a couple of artists from there, but he was the one that stood out. Mm-hmm. And so then I found my colorist on DeviantArt um, and my editor I found through a friend. Okay. So when you... Since he hadn't done a comic before, did you guys like go and like just get a bunch of comic books and look and how to learn how to do panel stuff? Or y'all was just like, we just gonna just put this, it looks like a comic book. You <laughs> go. <laughs> I put some words here, you put the picture right there. Well, it's like, like for me, it's like, I mean, I put enough pressure on myself when you're writing screenplays mm-hmm. and when you're writing whatever. So my whole thing with this book was no mistakes. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as a mistake. So you can do it however the hell you wanna do it. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, your it's, book. it's my book. You're right. paying your money, so right. you can do it however you want. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'd already, I have like a collection of comic books mm-hmm. anyway. So I'd already been reading. Good. good. Um, and he is from that world because mm-hmm. he draws. So it was like I kind of knew what I wanted to look like. So you see those first pages mm-hmm. and it's kind of like – and then the cover too was like I wanted to put together a cover that I hadn't seen before mm-hmm. and something. So that – and it has a meaning behind it. So there's a whole meaning right. to the cover right. too. But um, yeah, it was just – trial and error and just like I'm just gonna do this shit mm-hmm. and I, I like that you went ahead and made sure that we knew black freaking you know what I mean yeah. this is her yeah. this is her you see her name bitch no this is her face mm-hmm. you know you wanted you wanted the kids to walk through the stores and see yeah. her face and have something to see mm-hmm. and be familiar with that's what I like because you know it had it been Marvel they probably would have put some other little picture on there and kind of hide the fact like what's a black character but we want you to get the book yeah put a mask or something yeah and And I'm telling you that was so difficult because I didn't have my artist do the cover because we were working on finishing the book and he was helping me color at the end Mm. before we released it so I hired a guy at the UK to draw her I mean he'd done really good covers before so like the whole body and everything that was all dope but when it got to her face 
she was Jessica Alba. Oh, I'm just really? like, this chick ain't Jessica Alba. <laughs> I'm like, look, here's a picture of me. Look right. at my nose, look right. at my lips. My shit don't look and like that. And that's so key because one of the issues, uh, uh, Kevin Grievous had mentioned this um, years ago um, when I was getting into like doing my own combo looking for the artists and stuff. Underworld. And he, and underworld, that. yeah. Hey, hey, Kev. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, make sure you get an artist that knows how to draw black people and knows how to do black people features and skin tones mm-hmm. because they will say, oh, it's black. And then it'd be like, mm, no, mm, exactly. Mm, mm. And so this guy, he actually had the nerve to write to me and say, I want to make sure she stays attractive. Ooh, I was wow. like, oh, answer. You know what? Did you put out <laughs> your earrings? Answer. Did you? Ooh. I don't, I just think though, this is, this whole process has really taught me how much patience I have mm-hmm. because it's like, I'm trying to get shit done. I ain't got time to cuss you out. Right. I ain't got time to go back and forth. So I'm just like, okay, here's your money. Just give me my shit. I'm going to have some other people do finish it. Right. So I had my artist draw her face. Right. And she looks just fine. And I had another guy do the background with the snow. Because mm-hmm. at first it was just trees. And I was like, no, I need snow. I need to be cold. Right. And she's hot. Right. And there ain't no snow on her. Right. And there's a train behind her. <laughs> right. And she don't give a fuck. She walking. <laughs> look, 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 look. Yes. She's doing her directing skills. <laughs> like, directing. <laughs> all those skills come in the comic book. Yes. And it's and, it, and literally. It is. It is. Yeah. It's the same skill set it's, to direct. Can you take good yeah. direction? And yeah. this guy, he couldn't. Right. He thought it was his for right. some reason. It's just like no, I'm paying you. And to that's write one of the key me. issues when if you're doing your own comic book and you're working with people, uh, indie artists and stuff, you need to be very clear that you run the train, mm-hmm. not them. Mm-hmm. Because you'll come across a lot of artists, and I've heard other indie art friends that are making mm-hmm. their own comic books say this. Like you are in control of what the image is. And if they can't give it to you, don't let them start to dictate what your story is. Mm-hmm. If they're not giving what you want, mm-hmm. you are free to tell them, sorry, next. Yep. And one of the good things, the one of the best advice, hey, to Kevin again, he said, you know what? There are people out there, artists who are hungry to do stuff. Have them do a couple of pages free for you. Yeah. Give them notes. Say, hey. And then he said the key test is when they give it to you, see how they take notes when you ask them to change some things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because if they can take notes and directions to change some stuff, then you got somebody you might be able That's to work exactly with. exactly why whenever I work with a, with a new filmmaker and they want me to produce a project, first thing I say is send me the script. And they're like, well, why don't you send the script? I say, because I need to read it, mm-hmm. and I'm going to have notes for you. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And I need to see if you can take the notes. Yeah. Right. Because my notes do not play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do they? <laughs> they go in. It's okay. They it's go okay. in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I yeah. want you to be real. But if you learn, you'll be three or four years ahead of yourself if you take my notes. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? So anyway, mm-hmm. no, that's I mean, right. it's really important because a lot of times we we get intimidated by mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. and I know when I first went to my Craigslist and Deviant Art and was looking for artists, and because because Kevin had told me this mm-hmm. is what you do, this is what you do, and I did what he said. It really helped me out because I was getting people, and they were like big name artists. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised at how many big name artists want to do indie projects mm-hmm. because they want to do something different. They want to yeah. break away from Marvel and break DC, away from something else. but. It's important that they're able to take direction from you. Right. Mm-hmm. And if they can't draw black people or whatever <laughs> yeah. ethnicity, correct, you have the right to say, I'm sorry, you not. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I know this is what we do. We feel like, oh, the artist is so good and they're doing the work. Uh, all right, we'll just go with it. No, mm-hmm. this is your product. Remember, once it goes out there, you can't take it back. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So be very clear when you're dealing with them. Ask for a couple. Ask for like two, two pages. Mm-hmm. Different panels, and if you don't like, we see. Give them notes and see how they do with the notes for this free. Is, <clears throat> this is the same thing that I work on when I'm if I'm producing something. People always ask me, "How did you get that DP? He's won mm-hmm. that award or that award, that award." And I'm like, because I looked at the reel and went, "Oh, they're missing something." Mm-hmm. And I'll read a, something in the script is like, "There's this cool action scene, but there's no action in there. It's real, right. mm-hmm. or there's no dr- dramatic scene." Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I, and when I'm on the phone or if I'm talking to them, I'm like, "Look." There's this kick-ass scene where the character does this. 
You don't have that on your reel. Mm. This is why you need to do this movie. I don't even talk about the script. I talk mm-hmm. about the scene. Right. And that's how I always mm-hmm. get them. People are like, how did world, every project, mm-hmm. you get all these great directors or whatever, these great whatever. I'm like, because I, I sell them on right. scenes. That's very right. smart. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyhow, yeah. so well, back back to the comic book because I'm trying to I'm trying to get this mad so I can get my I can get my sad card. <laughs> so you guys got the the you did got your artist did the comic book and stuff. Mm-hmm. How did you get it from for the people who want to know like how did you get it from there and getting it onto Amazon where people you can start getting it distribution wise? Okay, good question. So Amazon it's pretty simple like the way they have it set up now for you to self publish yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, if you just go up there, you upload it. They they check it and make sure it's right, and then um, they post it. Mm-hmm. You you set your price mm-hmm. from two ninety nine to nine ninety nine cents. Going back and forth over what to charge for it. Like at first, I was struggling with charging three bucks for it, but then I'm just like, you know, this is quality. You know, yeah. Can you I say that one make, more time? Because yeah. we we do That's this all the time. Yeah. We, we undersell yes. ourselves all the time, yes. our mm-hmm. own value. So yes. what what was that? Did you just feel like it I, was back and forth, and it's just like you know what. This is quality. This is new. This is something I think people are going to like, and I'm going to stand behind it. Yeah. So. What are you worth? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. worth mm-hmm. knowing your worth. Right. So right. I had to put it up there at that price point, mm-hmm. and it's sold. It's sold. Like the first couple of weeks, we were out selling Star Wars. What? <laughs> Give me something, girl. That's pretty cool. That's what someone asked me. Like, yo, have you talked about Mar- some Marvel about this? I'm like, well, I'm sure someone knows who I am because, like, I think it was the week of Comic Con right. when it came out right. in San Diego, and we were like number one. I'm just like, wow. Because you guys were there selling, cool. right? Yeah, we were. No, we weren't at Comic Con. Oh, okay. no, no. You're not, at some some comics. Not until this year. That San Diego was just oh, yeah. crazy from what I hear. That's Lisa, I mean, maybe. Yeah, so I'll be there yeah. this year. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, last year, the only Comic Con I've been to this year was um, Stan Lee's. That's it. That's yeah, Stan yeah. Lee's. Okay. So that mm-hmm. one was a lot of fun. And that yeah. one was 90,000 people. So it was close wow. to San Diego. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But um, yeah. So you got a lot of followers there. Yeah, we got a lot of followers. A lot of, we sold a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. a lot of books and t shirts. Okay. We had a Pussy Kills t-shirt that sold out. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. It was pretty cool. <laughs> so in book and two, you see Deetra, her brother's mm-hmm. wearing the Pussy Kills, uh-huh. so we sold that shirt there. So that stopped everybody. That's how people came to our tables behind that shirt. They're walking by, and it's like, you cut there, like, what? Yeah, they all tell me, let me come over here and see what that is. That's smart. I want that shirt. So that's smart. That brought them over to us. And plus me, my big mouth, we're all like out there like, hey, hey, Raven Joy, come here. I'm telling you, that's like Sebastian when he was doing the Stranger Comics years ago. That's how I met Sebastian. That's how he got me. I was walking through, already got my bag of stuff, and he just jumped out and said, you've never seen a black woman in this, I'm mm-hmm. like, first of all, who is you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get the hall age. Mm-hmm. And he just showed it to me and he just started talking to me and he mm-hmm. had something, like he had it right there. Yeah. And he was like, look at this. And damn it, I sat there and bought all mm-hmm. that stuff. And years later, you know, I see all this stuff all the mm-hmm. time, but that's that hustle muscle. Yeah, it is. You know, yeah. you got to do that. You're and that t shirt. Yeah, and that t shirt, please. I've been walking by there. I'm like, okay, I'm, I may not be able to wear this out in many places where <laughs> 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 there's no grown people. It's not vulgar because there's a cat on it. So there's a... Oh, pussy. Yes. Pussy. Got, it. Yes. got it. Got it. So it's a cat with a little, a little nuance. <laughs> you yes. Yeah. yeah. But so... So it's on Amazon. Yes. Where else can they can they get it? It's on Amazon. It's on Kobo. It's on iTunes. Okay. It's on Barnes & Noble Nook. Okay. And I have it on my website, Shiro okay. Clubic. So the actual physical copies I'm selling directly. Okay. Puppy, so. Okay. So how... Because usually when people are making comic books, you have a certain run that you think... It's going to go. Do you think this is going to be one of those comic series where it's just going to be a continuous series and we might be into like numbers of like, you know, 
copy number 58, you know? Or do you see like an in run and then start moving into maybe doing a different comic book? Well, for this one, it's only six. Mm -hmm. So it's just to get the story of hers, like her coming of age story. So Mm -hmm. it kind of ends. I can't tell you how it ends. Okay, don't tell me yet because I got to buy the book. Don't tell me yet. (laughs) Don't tell me yet. (laughs) It it ends at at book six and then I have two other women. So I don't know if you saw my film, The Takeover. Mm. Um, And The Takeover, it's online on YouTube Mm. if people want to go check it out. Uh, Promote this. Promote it. Yes. At the very beginning of The Takeover, my godmother is like the only person that got this. Mm. At the very beginning of The Takeover, there's she's an artist in the in the movie she's a um, uh, illustrator and there's three women who are like on a poster it's mm-hmm. called Black Girl Swag and mm-hmm. so in the beginning <laughs> credits it kind of goes back and forth showing how they're created mm-hmm. and the the, the other three characters that I want to do graphic novels nice oh. so nice. Raven's okay. the first and okay there's another girl her name she's is trying Seven. to set him up girl, look at her you see, you okay you see learn you learning some shit it's okay okay I see you just setting them up oh my god so yeah so there's a couple other girls that I want to go and then also so, like, if you on the first book you see saviors mm-hmm. on her shirt, there's a group of bounty hunters called the Saviors. So that's who Raven okay. ends up joining. But they were together before she came, and they broke up, and they get back together because of her. Because okay. she's so badass, they want to pull it back together. Right, right. She runs this, with them. This is a good note for you. Okay. And everybody, all you bitches. <laughs> <laughs> this is here's what I'm hearing from you that I think is so smart. Which is why I made the comment that I see you as being a future showrunner or EP, whatever you want to be. Mm-hmm. You already are looking at the future, which I know is what you do with what you do in your business. The fact that you are already incorporating merch in the Please. comic book Please. intentionally yes. is ahead of the game. Everybody else is thinking about how cool the character is and, and how cool the story is. And, and y'all, and y'all like, yeah. no, bitch. Yeah. And you <laughs> already, heard, you and wait, and you already heard me this. saying, I love the t-shirt where it says mm-hmm. Soul Korea. She's like, I already got the t-shirt for that. Yes. You can go on and get it. Yes. I'm like, you say no more. <laughs> <laughs> I take Smart. my coins. <laughs> yes. Smart. Now, you still work at it or have a company that makes the t-shirts or what is that? Yeah, my company is Shiro Comics. Oh, we gonna be so talking. I created okay. Shiro Comics to release the book and to release my merchandise. I mean, George Lucas became a billionaire off of the merchandise from Star Wars. Right, right. Why not follow that? And that was a mistake that Hello. the rest of all the production company in yes, Hollywood Studios did. never made again. Because they was like, he was like, can I have the... He said, we don't care about that. We didn't mm-hmm. know And after that, they was like, yep. no more. No. <laughs> Lawyers now put the contract. The yes. Yeah, they yes. Want. He messed it up for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, well, for me, it's like, I'm starting this on my own. Yes. So, so it's already yours. part of right. my stuff. So they mm-hmm. don't get that from me. Oh my God. Can you I imagine? Like pretty soon, it'll be like interactive active comic books because they were talking about how with movies and shows now to that point where you can literally start watch a show mm-hmm. you see a product you want press pause hit the thing oh I like that shirt hit it it's already yes. in your Amazon cart already having it in a comic book like I want that, that Soul Korea oh, boom wow. it's Yvette, Yvette is doing that already starting to add little yes. things you can buy yes. oh, I love it it's smart. I love it yeah it's smart. smart one of my friends he created the app for that and they won the um, what are they called the little um what are they called? You go to Vegas and you... Oh, the... the, uh, the hackathon. Yeah. So uh-huh. he won like $50,000 of a hackathon for that specific Man. app. Where wow. You're watching Star Wars and you see a, a item you want and you press on it and you can buy it. So that's the future, and that's gonna be it that's is. gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna be pole. Yeah, <laughs> it's what I'm. It's what what I'm trying to let y'all know right now. Because <laughs> no, because sometimes I catch myself doing that now. I'll be watching the show. It's like, God, what is that shirt? Let me stop and let me go on mm-hmm, IMDb or Google mm-hmm. and see where that yep. is. Because there was some shirt I wanted. Like there's a you know my Japanese robot is y'all. There was a <laughs> shirt I saw in something somebody's like 
short film I saw and I was like, oh, let me go see if I can like find that. And I actually mm. found it on like Etsy. Uh-huh. But if it was smart, I would have been able to press that yeah. and already go to my thing. But mm-hmm. I'm already doing that already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to be a hot mess when I have to. But, happens but you, yours takes a little bit longer to go. But if you do it your way, you could just you just pop, it. yeah. And it's yeah. it's 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 coming, people. It's it's mm-hmm. it's it's the future is here, mm-hmm. and, that's, yeah. and we're all going to be poor. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they want. They're all, every day is an advertisement. Yeah. Everything's an advertisement. But I love the fact that you've you've created this product, and you you've bought your own domain name and everything, oh, yeah. haven't you? You got your stuff tight and ready to go. Mm-hmm. So. How would you, like, in terms of other people who are interested in, because I know, you know, the first thing you're doing is, like, screenwriting, Mm -hmm. moving into comic books. So how we encourage other people out there who are listening to this right now to do what you're doing in terms of marketing and branding your own Mm -hmm. stuff and doing writing in a different venue, which we talk about. Mm -hmm. You have different platforms, whether Mm -hmm. it's a screenplay and you turn to a play or you Mm -hmm. turn the play into, you know, Mm -hmm. just like, I would say, Moonlight. Moonlight Mm -hmm. was a play, you know, they turn it to, you know, it'll become something else. Yeah. Oh, wow. And, um... How would you encourage those people who are listening to you right now? There is somebody in Japan right now <laughs> who is like, I can't give up Marvel DC, but I want to make my own comic book and I want to do. What would you tell them? If they're a screenwriter and they're thinking about doing the same thing that you're doing. If you're a screenwriter, then I mean, I would just read as many comic books as I can, mm-hmm. buy as many, and kind of see what the format is and then kind of forget all of that shit and do it. <laughs> <laughs> You see that there are panels there, but that shit don't matter. You go make your own stuff up and and create the next new thing. Speaking of that, how far did you veer away from the actual script in doing the comic book? Mm. And how Um, close is it to the book? It's very close to the screenplay because I wrote, I had to rewrite the screenplay in order to finish the book. Okay. So like last year was a struggle because I was writing the book while I was rewriting oh, the screenplay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like the screenplay won an award. Mm-hmm. So it was like really cool to be able to say it's an award winning screenplay right. now. But um, it's pretty close because the, 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 the mediums are really close with just dialogue. Right. Yep. So, I mean, of course, not all of the, the action gets in on what's happening and there's some things that are cut out or left mm-hmm. out of the book. But um, for the most part, it's pretty similar. Um, mm-hmm. I try to keep some of the. I mean, it'll probably change. Screenplay will change from what the book is, of course, because that's just kind of what happens. But for the most part, I think you probably get more. You probably get more in the screenplay actually, mm-hmm. because the comic. Well, you have more time. Yeah, you have sure. more time, and then you just have panels. <laughs> right. So mm-hmm. everything has to be drawn. When, well, how mm-hmm. detailed are you with your notes to your artists? Because when you're doing the panels, you write the dialogue, but then. A lot of times you'll give your own scene directions, like this is what I want, or you just said, "Here's this, I'm and you fucking, do it." I'm a fucking mess. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody can't handle this. That's why Dennis is so good because I'm such a perfectionist. Like mm-hmm. even the facial expressions, I go online and find people's faces that look similar to what I want it to look. Most companies, like I know Stranger, like mm-hmm. I sat in on one of Sebastian's panels at Long Beach Comic Con, and they have like um, a mood board. Mm-hmm. I don't use a mood board mm-hmm. because every mood is different. Mm-hmm. So it's like I want to make sure that their faces all are. It's not just one thing for sad. Right. There's ways of looking sad or right. pissed off. So you see Cassius and he's mm-hmm. pissed off at Dorian. Right. So that took probably like 15 pictures mm-hmm. to get that one look. So, wow. Yeah, it's, it's really time consuming. So Dennis, <laughs> when he gets your nose and stuff, he just be sweating, right? Like, here we go. And <laughs> open it up. And, all right. Well, we got here six we go. years behind us. So I think he's used to it okay, now. Okay, okay. But I mean, he gets it. I mean, now that we've gotten everybody drawn, their faces are drawn. So it's a lot easier. Mm-hmm. So and I think the next book is going to be a lot lot quicker to mm-hmm. go through because this one was childhood new characters mm-hmm. and now everybody the gang's all here right so right it's all set a up easier yeah it's all set up mm-hmm. i love it mm. 
But yeah, it's hard. I gotta get my t-shirts. Now. I'm very difficult. <laughs> my notes are very detailed. I mean, I'm a director, so I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like right. this and this, and her hand should be up a little bit further mm-hmm. in the fight scene, like the chore- choreography for mm-hmm. the, the dojo. That was me going through and looking at dojos. Every dojo, that's a dojo somewhere. Right. There's a picture of a dojo somewhere right. that he took and drew. Mm-hmm. So um, every little thing in there. I mean, the even like the grandma's house, like mm-hmm. you see the um, she has a um, kerosene heater. Right. That's something from my grandma's house. <laughs> <laughs> on, the, on, the, on the wall, there's uh, the picture of Jesus, the right. Last Supper. That was something that I had to think of. I wanted to decorate. I'm decorating everything. Right. I'm right. Set decorating. Mm-hmm. I'm right. Decorating. I'm wardrobe. But see, that's important. Mm-hmm. People need that's to understand everything. those little details yes. in comic books because yeah. you got to remember, it's like a comic book panel. It's just like a little scene in a movie. Mm-hmm. And if it's detailed, you're telling you a lot of stories. Yes. You still got to have character yes. in the background. All of that. Yeah, because some of the best like comic books sometimes the panels like I I almost want to just have them as pictures on the wall mm-hmm. because they're so you know intricate and don't feel bad because you know what's his name Alan Moore is mm-hmm. like the king of uh, extra detailed notes and stuff mm-hmm. like I feel bad for anybody who works with him <laughs> like I don't know how they got through with all his from hell and all those other things mm-hmm. the Watchmen I don't know how they got through with him because mm-hmm. I saw a paper with his notes I'm like who what artist how many artists have killed themselves <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go look at that trying to do to him trying to do this that reminds Reminds me of you and I were talking on a previous episode. We were talking about my Tulsa script, mm-hmm. and I was telling you that when I, even if I read someone else's script, I'm more interested in the actions and the descriptions than I am about the dialogue because mm-hmm. I like to read how they describe something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I could see your panels being super duper important in a comic because mm-hmm. when I read a comic, I'm like, how does it look? Mm-hmm. What are they trying to tell me in this moment? You right. know what I mean? So yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Adding that extra texture and stuff in there. I love mm-hmm. that. I love that. So what's next for you? Besides the comic book, like what's going on? What's the next screenplay? What's going, what's popping? <laughs> what's popping uh-huh. is I'm working on a uh, book tour mm-hmm. that's going to start in January. So it's going to be called Shiro Talks. So I go around to different colleges and do talks, kind of like TED Talks. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's me talking about building this comic book company okay. and disrupting the comic book industry and changing. Okay, disrupting. She said, she said disrupting. Yes. Okay. Not changing or no. trying to fit in. Like, I'm disrupting. <laughs> I'm taking over, bitch. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So just like, it's going to be talking to them about when opportunity isn't knocking, building a door. Mm-hmm. So that's what this was for me is building mm-hmm. a door when I didn't make it in the project green light, when nobody bought my script, mm-hmm. when nobody gave me financing or whatever, it's just building a door to with through this project, mm-hmm. through this um company. So yeah, I'm gonna do probably twenty four colleges, a couple of high schools. I'm probably gonna do Shiro chats, which will be okay. like little talks in barbershops, okay. beauty salons and um meetup groups. I like that. So I'm going to be all over the place. I'm looking for sponsors now, actually. Okay. So that's what we're working on is getting some money to mm-hmm. finance everything. Right. But I'm going to start in January regardless in L.A. just going around talking to people. Because you're just like, I'm doing it. Come, come yeah, I'm doing it anyway. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm still <laughs> figuring I'm building as I go, mm-hmm. you know. But I love that, that gumption to just and keep going. And that's what I've learned from this project. Because a lot of times you think you have to already be established or have everything done. And it's just no. like, no, you can kind of do it at the same time. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've learned from other entrepreneurs that I've talked to. It's just like, if you wait till everything's in place, you wait it too long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to just go ahead and do it. Yeah. Use yeah. your resources. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Exactly. Definitely. Well, that was up. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. So that's I'm proud what's of you. next. Thank that's you. That's good. That's Thank good. Thank you so much. What about, what about script-wise? What else are you working script-wise, on? Script-wise, <coughs> the comic book takes everything out of me. So that's why okay. I've been calling it the year of Raven Choi. Because <laughs> I'm going to spend a year finishing out this, this whole process. And I'm going to try to... I have a screenplay that I've been wanting to write for like the past two years. I've been working on this project. So I'm probably mm-hmm. going to work on that next year. And... um. Yeah, hopefully 
I mean, I have, I have other screenplays. I've been writing for like 13 years, so mm-hmm. I have probably like 12 or 13 screenplays that are mm-hmm. just sitting. So Gustavo versus Granny yep. is one mm-hmm. that we shot a trailer for. I have Rock the Mic, which is a hip-hop musical type of high school. I used to have T.L. Taylor attached to it at one point in time, <sighs> but I didn't get the financing, so it didn't Aww. work out. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that's still there. So I have right. stuff already in the arsenal just waiting. Damn, you have a hip-hop? Mm-hmm. Fuck. I had these big producers hit me up about three months ago. Really? Looking for a script for it. Huge rapper. Oh, well, I wow. can't say his name. But, oh, wow. See, yeah. I had but we know to, it's a I he. I talked to Drake people about <laughs> it, too. <laughs> and they were like, he was interested because it's kind of like house party mm-hmm. and the same type of fun and it's not really no killing or no violence, mm-hmm. no shit. But mm-hmm. it's just like battle rapping. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's a female at the lead of it. Right. It's like a poster book. And, bat- and battle rapping could be kind of rough. Oh, yeah. yeah. When you got some, oh, yeah. some verbal sparring. My nephew, Joe, who did it um, from the Trouble Summit, did that right. rap. Right. He's like number two up in the Bay Area. Oh, wow. Yeah. Bars. So, but yeah. I love that your female character is an MC, battle oh. MC. Yeah, so she's battling yeah. the dudes. I'm trying to think, have we ever seen a movie with a battle female? Like no. Eight Mile with women? Like, no. But yeah, yes. nope, nope, have not. I mean, okay. No, yeah. Like Eight okay. Mile women. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, she's battling dudes because that's just kind of how you have to do it with high mm-hmm. school. Mm-hmm. You go through the guys. So yeah, I had, I was going to do Drake and Tiana, like opposite of each other, and like little Romeo. I think I had, who did I have attached? I had Romeo attached at one point, and I had mm-hmm. Tiana attached mm-hmm. at one point, but it's just like, I got to keep it moving. Right. It's like, you got to keep working on whatever's yeah. going to make it, and then you can go back and grab that. Right. Go back and grab it. Comes. Right. Yeah, so that's what I'm working on. I love it. I love it. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, where can people find you and your website and the book? Okay. Repeat all that again. So, shirocomics.com. So, Shiro is an S in front of Hero. That's oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. I like that. <laughs> so yeah. com is where you'll find info on the book. You'll find the trailer. There'll be announcements about the tour. Um, I have the book for sale actually in actual locations in Beverly Hills. Okay. And okay. then Studio City is a couple of places I have. So I'm being disruptive. Mm-hmm. So I'm selling it in um, some pharmacies in Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Really? Uh, in the pharmacies? Al's okay. yeah. Beverly Drive. I like that. I have it in a comic book. DJ's is it a com- is it a comic book? Can I go down it's there? It's not a comic book yet, but I've heard that the owner is really really nice. So I need to go sell it into him. Okay, mm-hmm. I've been kind of selling it myself here and there, but mm-hmm. I'm working with Diamond distribu- Distribution. Yes, because Diamond is dead. Yeah, yeah. So I'm working with them. So we'll see what happens. I met a lady from DC the other week, and she like. She wrapped my book and was like going through it. I'm just like, okay, DC comics. Uh, you, go, you gonna pay for that? Copy? <laughs> like, uh, you gonna pay for that copy, right? Like, you kind of going through it. Uh, Five dollars. <laughs> yeah. So like, um, I'm trying to see what happens with them before I go sell it into any more comic book shops. But I just put it kind of like to test things out to see how it was working. I put it in. Um, there's superstar hair and wigs in Studio City. Mm-hmm. I have some books in there. Okay. Because I'm just trying to see what how it sells in different markets. Mm-hmm. Hey, so I'm excited for you, and thank, thank you. you for like doing it because there's nothing cooler than to, like I wish I would have had this comic book when I was a kid. Yeah, you know it's one of those things where I see people doing now the stuff I wish I had. So I get excited. Yeah. Like there's it's almost bittersweet. It's like oh a sad nostalgia. Like oh I wish I had this when I was a kid. But now that you're actually doing it, mm-hmm. um, I'm looking forward to more big things from you. More comic books for black women and women yes. in yes. general kicking butt and doing fantastic stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So hopefully we'll have a film or a film deal. And something. remember, don't forget. Raven Choi went that way. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Shaquita. I know. I Help know. a sister out. I'm trying to get my that SAG card. Line. Come on. That's all I, I need. Know, but SAG, though, it costs a lot of money, though, to be a SAG member. Well, you at least got I, dues. I know. I know. It's, it's not that deep. It. But just remember, <laughs> just hear me out. When you make your projects, make them SAG. There's no yes. reason not to do it. People do it all the time. You can hire actors for $125 a day. All my it's projects. not that deep. Yeah. You know, it's not that deep. So where you at, Lauren? I am on Twitter at I am Lauren P. 
uh, Instagram at the Valid Victorian, and you can find me on uh, Twitter with my podcast, Nerds of Prey, Nerds of Prey Cast. We are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, we are on Google Play, we are on SoundCloud, and we are coming at you again in 2017 with new episodes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, you, just, you, you guys just finished your last the yeah, end of the year episode. Yeah, we are on episode. hiatus. Yeah, yes. we do like a little end of the year roundup. And, yes. Uh, See, we never do that. We just go the whole time. <laughs> we, we be burning ourselves. I know. Other people be like, <laughs> we're going on hiatus. And I'm just sitting here looking at you <laughs> like. <laughs> well, it's especially hard now because I'm here and we're spread out between like three time zones. Right. So there was just no way to get right. us all together. So right. we just said, you know what? We'll come back in January. We'll come back in January. Yeah. Where you at, Lisa? <laughs> on hiatus? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know you find me. I'm on Twitter all the time. I'm a Twitter fiend. Um, you can also find me on Bitchflix, uh, writing uh, film reviews with a kind of an intersectional feminist slant. Mm-hmm. Um, you can always find me all the time, um, except for these last two weekends because I got caught up in my K dramas. Uh, Saturday Night <laughs> Sci Fi. Whenever Black Girl Nerds or anybody else is having a live tweet, I'm always trying to get involved in mm-hmm. that with my snacks with my glass of wine and I try to bring the snark because it's fun and it's you know I work with kids all day in the mountains hiking Mm -hmm. and I need to let off some steam and relax and just be around a bunch of grown folks who Mm -hmm. unfiltered on Twitter cool that's where I am. I just um, thought about something. Go ahead. I need to tell you what my social media. I think. Yeah, you didn't say that. that. Yeah, social yes. media. Too. You just get on there. Bitchflix. They was just like retweeting something I posted. A video I posted. The yeah, other day yeah, yeah. Interview, yeah. So that was really cool. I'm at Raven Choi. So at R A Y V E N Choi C H O I. If you don't know how to spell that. Uh, <laughs> at ShiroComics.com. Um, on um, Instagram, I'm at Raven Choi at ShiroComics as well. And on Facebook, same thing, Raven Choi Films. There's gotcha. a Raven Choi page. Raven Choi There's a Shiro Cubics page. Okay. And <laughs> I have a I have a, a Pinterest okay. page now as well with Shiro Cubics. So we're all over, the place. all over mm. the place. All over the place. <laughs> the and I'm, on, I'm on Snapchat too. Oh my god! Oh my god. I think I'm a little bit too old for their demographic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that hey, sounds. Raven Choi is not. They buy books. So okay. I'm yeah. Shiro Comics on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. I'm posting all these silly videos with little whiskers and stuff on there. So <laughs> it's been kind of fun. Doing it. So you've doing it. You've done more than I have. Okay. <laughs> I've yeah. made an Abby. That's it. Okay. okay. <laughs> I don't have an Abby. I don't think. I'm just. I'm just on there posting shit. I'm looking like Bambi. <laughs> I have no idea. I have my little cousins are trying to show me how to do it. I'm just like, I'm, what the hell is this? Okay. Like, the video goes away in 24 hours. Who made this up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who did this? Yes. Who did this? I was just thinking, um, in regard to the screenplay, mm-hmm. Lisa and I do this little segment we call the "Don't Sleep on Them" segment. Okay. Every once in a while, we'll read like two or three pages of like a, either like the popping mm-hmm. opening scene okay. or a kick-ass action scene without a bunch of dialogue, mm-hmm. maybe a line or two here and there. Okay. It's just like a kick-ass action scene that says something and goes somewhere. Okay. You know what I mean? So if you have something you want to yeah. send in, right. let us know. Okay. And we'll, we'll pump we'll it. We'll go in. You too. Oh. Yes. <laughs> and we go in. Yes. Because <laughs> what we do is we don't, because what we do is we, we read it cold as if, you know, we're just getting it at a production and we're reading it and we're giving notes. So we read it, boom, fresh. Okay. Mm-hmm. With no opinion, and then we go through it, and then we talk about what works, what doesn't work, from the viewpoint of you know when we do. The so we did it about a, we did it about a month ago. I wrote this yeah. 
action. We should do it more, but people weren't sending us scripts. Like, give us well, I just haven't been. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because that's like we should do it more. Yeah, because that because basically it's a cold read, and we're telling you right off the dome, like this is what's working, and this is what ain't working. That live feedback is quite valuable. Something that many people do not get as often as they'd like. That's why auditions are cool. Right. Oh. Right. Why are you talking over that? That's why auditions are cool because you get there and people say your lines in different ways, and you start. I start rewriting on auditions a lot of times. Like certain people come in, they'll say it like, okay, that's how you interpreted that. So let me write that down. Okay. Exactly. Say I'm your host, Hilliard Guest. You guys can find me on Twitter at Hilliard Guest. Follow the show, Screenwriters RR on Twitter. I see you, Joelle, over there hey. looking out too. <laughs> Joelle walked in, black girl nerds. Hoo, hoo, hoo. <laughs> After Buzz TV. Hey, people. Hey. Any questions? Screenwriters Rant Room at gmail.com. Um, thank you, Patrick Pierre, for sitting in with us in the baby rider seat. The baby rider we do a little thing every once in a while. We let a young baby rider come and chill with us, you know, sit and listen, get some game. They ain't allowed to say shit, though. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, so thank you for sitting. We appreciate it. Um, go on Facebook. Follow us there. Um, I'm horrible at that. Horrible at that. Um, shut up. <laughs> and what else? What else? What your else, metrics. Else? Go rate you for your right. metrics. Yes. Thank you. Get with the program. Okay, Pick them up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Please go to iTunes and Stitcher, Stitcher and all that shit. Five star review. We really need that for the metrics. Shit like that. Um, y'all know how we're doing in the rant room. Um, oh, I'm coming up, as you guys may have known, may have heard, um, in the new book, The Top 50 Indie Writers in the World. A brother made the cover. Ain't that a bitch? Okay. Um, thank you. Brother I'm like, who? Who, too, who, like, okay. <laughs> like, who? Who daddy? Whose man is that you know, on the cover? Oh, that's Hilliard. You know, you're nothing but a pimp. It ain't hard. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, you know. No, but thank you very much. That that comes out Christmas. Um, thank you again. We appreciate it. What's, you ru- What's your name? What's Why is he trying to go there with the chiquitas and stuff? Oh, like come that? on. Oh, good job. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I can lock it in. Okay. It just took me a minute. Yay, <laughs> want to go shin. That's the problem. I don't know why, though. People There's, always want to go hillard instead no of hillier. No I get it. <laughs> it's the most ghetto world. I still love you. <laughs> it's unique. It's a beautiful name. Yes, thank you. Exactly. So joining with me, everybody, you know how we're doing on the Rant Room. On the show, we keep it real. We keep it opinionated. We keep it what, everybody? 2016. 2016. Peace, y'all. Ciao, people. Let the beast about the cage That light about the dark Can you build the inferno From the itty bitty spark Coffee shop hustlers Rise with the cream A million of the writers Same Hollywood dream Your pen and paper All like bullets in the gun Write what you feel Say what you want In the red room We say what we say We do what we feel We gotta keep it real In the red room All about the crap So look, if you guys are grown, let's go ahead and get in. Mm-hmm.